Hello, and welcome to another Nine Circles audio thing. As always, I'm your host, Buke. And this time, I have a pleasure of being joined by Thomas Katai, the mastermind genius of Thy Katafelk. Thomas, how is things going today, sir? Hello, and thank you very much for having me. It's, everything's going fine, thank you. And I will say in advance, I am a butcher of the English language. Right. So anything we get into in Hungarian here, please forgive me in advance. Forgive no me in advance if I if I I mean no disrespect by anything. I I am trying my best. I, I know about that. I know Hungarian is too hard. <laughs> so we are talking here. Uh, it's June seventeenth right now. We are talking. Vatic is about to release on June twenty fifth through mm-hmm. seasons of of mist what mm-hmm. an excellent what an exciting time to be talking i i know that there's been a global pandemic going on and that's not good you know it's been scary unfortunate time for you know worldwide but last year you gave us the critically acclaimed naive and you're back again this year so how does 2021 find you sir well I I was working on a new album, and basically that was what I, I was doing because you couldn't do anything else. I mean, I was at home working, and I didn't do any gigs, as no one did any gigs. So the only thing that, that left for me, just I was locked up in my room. Actually, I'm still I am mostly here, and I was working on a new album, and I managed to finish it. You are, you're asking about uh, this year. But I finished the album in February, so very early. Okay, okay. Now, what, were the ideas for this album, were they already floating in your head coming into this? Were they leftovers? Were this, was this just totally new? Hey, I'm locked up here. I got a bunch of new stuff that I want to try. There's plenty of things that are leftovers. I mean, I just I have many ideas, and I record them, and I, I choose some different riffs and different motifs to work with. But it doesn't mean that those ones that were left behind are worse. I just, I just cannot put everything into songs. Yeah. And I, even, even if the songs are everywhere and, and you know, on many places, but there are some, some leftovers. And I, I always try to, you know, when I finish one record, I start another one and I start with looking back what, what can I use from the previous mm-hmm. session. And, and then there are some new stuff as well. So, it's, it's mixed. You, you know, for, for those people who have not listened to you, I, I have tried to describe you to friends and colleagues and family even to try and recommend. You know how a lot of artists have one medium they, they like to work with? If it's, if it's a painter, they like oils or they like watercolors or clay. The brilliant thing about you, like I've tried to describe to people, you are like Michelangelo, P- P- Picasso. <laughs> you are a bunch of different artists mashed together because you you can't put you in one box. And that's what makes you so brilliant. And that's why I'm so excited for the world to hear this album because there are tracks on, on this new album. Um, I think it's Pyros at the end. Um, that almost sounds like a space ballad. Mm-hmm. 
there's like a Western, like an American, like Western sound to it. There's, you know, your jazz elements are shining through. The first track, which people can see the music video for now, Mm -hmm. it, it starts on nice with, you know, and then it bursts right into black metal blast beats. It's, it is so brilliant. So, you know, when I was asking my colleagues to try and describe or come up with questions, if anybody would want to join or have questions, a bunch of my friends said, ah, they'd be too possibly nervous to talk to you because they have that much respect for you. But my one friend, Ian, he just wanted to know how. And I thought about that a lot last night and this morning. How, where is your headspace at when you start to try and take all these different genres? And I use the term mediums from art. How do you start to take all these different mediums and combine them for an album to where it doesn't sound like just a bunch of sticks thrown on the ground that uh, is unlistenable? Mm. Well, I think the the basic, usually, the basic method is just everything is based on a riff or guitar riffs. And this is, I, 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 this is coming from my, my, my metal background mm-hmm. because I really still adore the riffs. I, I love the riff <laughs> and I, I really adore the, the power of it. Was and, there a riff early on that as maybe like a young man or as a kid that started you down? Was it like, did you hear like a classic smoke on the water? Did right, you hear okay. like uh, black opening the Black Sabbath? <laughs> well, for me, I think it was like for whom the bell tolls. Oh yes, yes. Da, 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 da. Yes, that one. <laughs> and I still remember this. I I I was mesmerized by it. I I, I think my classmates in the primary school they were sort of metalheads at the time. It was. It was late 80s, early 90s, yes. late 80s, I think, yeah. And they were listening to it, and I, I wasn't interested in that at all. But then I, I at some point, I, I I just came across to, to that, that song. And <laughs> and I still remember that, the, the impact on me. I think that was the, that was the riff for me. It, isn't that funny how you remember it, and you could still look back. You, you yeah. almost wish, you know, I'm 38, almost 40 now. And I'm a father to a, a little seven-year-old girl. You remember when you're a little kid and you are experiencing these things for the first time? You almost wish like you could bottle it up and just experience that joy of hearing that Metallica riff over and over again. But that's what's so exciting about hearing your music, sir, is that I realized the first time I listened to your album or the first time I listened to your new album, I, I'm always going to be excited but I don't know if I could get like that that first listen again because you don't know. It's it's like opening up a uh, a birthday gift. You don't know what's gonna come as you go on the journey of uh, right. of your your songs. So you know you you talk about the the power of the riff com- compels you. Yeah. When did you start to try and say, hey, you know what? Okay, riffs are cool, but let's see what keyboard elements I can add here. All right. Okay. Well, you have to know my background because the, the, the thing is that when I started, I didn't have any, any guitar. I couldn't play the guitar at all. And all I had was a computer. And, but I still wanted to play music. 
So I played music on the computer, and it had first it had nothing to do with with metal at all because you couldn't play metal on the computer at that time, at least. Do you remember the uh, software you were first using? Well, it was it was you know I was using at the time like. I think it was a Commodore Amiga. Oh, see, I'm, I'm a big PC com- computer guy. So oh. I had an old Amiga mice myself. All right, okay. So, you know, it, and it, it, it had a pretty good sound, a good yep. sound coming in. Four channels, but quite good. And it was very realistic compared to Commodore 64 that was before <laughs> that, and which I, I still like, that, that kind of sound, that SID sound, that, that's yes. still great. I love I it. Quite exciting, yeah. And... And with Amiga, we I, I I was able to for, I was able to to make like guitar sounds because they had these guitar samples already there. So I started to work with them, but I still didn't have a guitar. So everything actually came from the electronic way for me. And then I and then the love of the riff as well. So it, it, even at the, at the very first times, they were mixed together for me because I had to use drum machines and not not feel bass at all. And it was it was just a mix-up from the very beginning. Now, was there a young you who you know you discover this love of music and the love of the riff? And was there like a a young you who wanted to join a band or play yes. with friends, but you weren't able to? You were the guy who only had the com- computer, and in the early days, it wasn't as easy to be in a band with a computer. No, and actually, I yeah, I was I was having this project called Darklight, and that that was my first project. Well, okay, let let me say the first one, yeah, and and then I was doing this, but then then I I had my friends around who who had their own band, and I was invited to to do some industrial stuff. Like at those time, it was it was very fashionable to put some iron clanking and you know this this heavy industrial sound samplers. We put samples into the songs, so it was real. That was my my band, my local band, and it was my friends. Nothing but childhood friends. So that was very cool. Yeah, and I see I here back. on the Metal Archives. Oh yeah, back in '93, the After the War demo. Oh yeah. That was the first. <laughs> yeah, the first dark light. Do do you remember those those early? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have them. I, I I have all of them. It, it was all of them were recorded on tape, and I have the original tapes because there is only one of them because it was never duplicated because no one cared about it. So it's just one one tape. This after the war, that's, that's just one tape, and it's from 1993. And I do remember because I remember clearly that I went to this Metallica gig in Budapest in 1993. June the 9th. Okay. And that was the gig. It was a big, huge, huge gig. And, and after that, I, I decided to, okay, I will make, I will make metal, whatever. And then I, then I started Dark Light. And it was 1993. That is, that is awesome. So, so growing up in Hungary and stuff, how was the Hungarian music scene? Let alone for, you know, from a metal standpoint, because, you know, when a lot of people think metal, they're they're not thinking hungry. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small country, so you can't yeah. expect that to be like a big metal country. Uh, well, well I, I think we had a we had a good scene. I mean, I have plenty of bands that I, I love from my homeland. And okay, they, they never made it big, but for, for us, 
they mean a lot. Who and who was who was your your favorite Hungarian band growing up? Well, you know, I have I, I had phases. So first, I, I I was listening to you know smoother music, and then as I I was I was still young, but I was more experienced. I, I went into the into into more extreme stuff. But uh, well, what can I say? I really I really enjoyed. Uh, I really loved the first two Edda albums, which is a, an old Hungarian band, Edda. And what, what they do now is nothing like they used to do like 40 years ago. But I think that's natural as well. So I, I, I wouldn't expect them to be to be the same. But that was the first two Edda albums are, I think, fantastic. It was, was from 19, 19, 1980 and 1981, these two albums. Yeah, and then, you know, Poko probably, you know Poko Yes. That's it. Uh, Proto heavy metal band, yeah, I I I I liked I liked it. And then later on, there were more underground bands and more extreme bands, more obscure bands, and yeah, there were plenty. And even now, I have I have some favorite Hungarian bands. So I I do, I do watch the scene and and I try to find the the great bands. And there are some. You know, there, it's it's it must be kind of cool you know a lot of artists i interview are are very humble and you know they don't like to stand on their rooftop and fly their own flag but it is pretty cool that when a lot of people now think of hungarian music or i should say hungarian metal you're the first name that people think of uh, okay but we have tormentor tormentor is great okay. yes That's you're right yes Yes, okay, you're so right. I think they are, they are the number one, of, and and they well, very well deserved because they are fantastic, and they are active again. So it's a, it's a cool band. So I have to ask you. So with the electronic stuff, when mm-hmm. did you your project that that you're doing now? When did you? What what made you transition to your first full length in '99 with the mm-hmm. Tragedies album? What, yes. Was there something missing? Was there something on your past projects that wasn't being met, or you just wanted to explore something different? All right. So it was it was coming from from a project we had with my other band, Jir, that was the, the guitarist, vocalist, Zochi, who was playing drums there. He wanted to play drums. So he played the drums. And my friend, Janos, who was a guitarist, he was he was joining on guitar, and there was another uh, friend Peter who was always also playing guitar, and I was playing the keyboards and, and doing the vocals. And then it was just an experimental like dark metal project. But after we wrote, I think four four or five songs, we were kicked out of the rehearsal room like forever. <laughs> was it for being too loud or too evil? No, it was it was uh, it was even worse. It, uh, Did you guys spill yeah. some some soda I, I on can, the floor? I, no, I, all I can say is police was involved. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was that kind of that kind of behavior <laughs> to leave the leave leave the the premises forever. Oh and my then, god, bro. Okay. And we lost our drum kit because the drum kit was borrowed from our ex drummer from Gir, and we lost the rehearsal room and the drum kit as well. So we decided to go with the drum machine. But only the two of us with Janos and me. And so we, we did Dijkalofog. That was Dijkalofog. We wanted to do the same thing, but faster because now we have a drum machine that can like, you, we, we can make like crazy, crazy tempo. 
and we, we don't have any limits anymore. So that's why we decided, okay, we will do black metal, but very extreme. Oh, and man. We, we were okay. very young. And we, we wanted to do like, you know, very, very, really black metal. And that was that was Dagalafog. This is how we started, the two of us. Man, that that is an incredible. So so from that, were 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 you drawn to because you know around that time when you when the, when Thycatafolk really started, you know, that was really when the and you know, a lot of people in music follow trends and stuff, and trends come and go. But mm-hmm. 99 was, you know, the sym- symphonic stuff was really yes. blowing up. Dimu was taking off, you know, with their Death Cold era and their um, misanthropic albums. You know, the symphonic stuff was really blowing up. What made you want to go back to the fast, nasty, evil stuff? Is that just what, because you, you could do it with the technology you had? You're like, man, let's just, let's just be nasty. That that's one thing, and the other is Janos. He was he was very much into into like immortal and uh, this Norwegian uh, wave, and me too. We were listening to to Burzum and Immortal, Dark Throne, and Mayhem, and and all, all these these second wave Norwegian bands, and we were inspired by them. But also we were listening to Cradle of Filth and Dimmuborgir as well. It yes. was it was normal. We we loved those bands, and I, I because they were experimental in a way that they did what no one else dared to do at those times. They had, they had these, uh, this limitless attitude. And we, it, it was for us, this is what I saw. And Emperor was like, well, they did whatever they wanted and it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, you and, look, that's what Ishan's doing now. He, yeah. He has just completely, like with his solo stuff, he's really starting to hit on so many different sounds himself now. He's like, hey, I want to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Yes, and what he is doing, I think that that's great. I, I really like what he's doing. And always watch out for her, for his releases because it's, it's always interesting and exciting. And I'm, I, I really follow him. So I have to ask, was there, because I, I have done some research prior to talking to you, but I, I can't find any. Was there ever a corpse paint era for for you and Janos ever? Uh, well, for me, no. <laughs> but for him, yes. Our first demo, the, the one and only demo called Corcordium, that was our first demo from 1999. Well, January 1st, 1999. Okay. And yes, on the in the in the inner cover. He's wearing coarse paint, yeah. <laughs> and I think I don't, but I, I did some Photoshop thing that it looks like I do. <laughs> but, but, but I didn't do that. And by the first, our first album that came out like half a year later, we just stopped it because it was just <laughs> it's a gimmick. So, but at those times we had, we had pseudonames, not real names. Yes. Because he was called Namtar and I was called Avar. So for the first, I think only for the first album. And by the second album, I asked him, Tatiana, do you really, do you want to do this? So he said, and he said, no, just fuck it. Just like, really. So from the second album, we used our own names. So, you know, those, those early years and, and still even now, you know, there, there wasn't a pandemic happening, but you were still putting out a bunch of albums. Boom, 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 boom. 2001, 2004. 2009 break there yeah yeah is that just because again your mind is just you guys were just 
full of excitement and, and vigor? Or was it as technology grows by leaps and bounds, it was enabling you to try new things? Yes, that's, that's one, one very important factor that at the beginning we, okay, I recorded at home with my computer. That was the, I, I did it from the first day that I was recording, recording on the computer. We never used any studio. Everything was recorded by me at home. And it, you can hear it because it's very crappy in the beginnings. And by the time you have so better technology that you can, you can achieve much better sound and much better production at home easily, that we were not able to do that 20 years ago. It was, mm -hmm. it was suffering to record anything because, and, and programming the drums, and they sounded ridiculous. But at those times, that, that's what we had. And we didn't even know what we were doing. I, I remember the first first album was like, I had no idea how to to record it. We just put the guitar in the in the computer in with just one cable, and that's it. So the, it was it was no amp modeling or anything. It was impossible at that time. We didn't even know what it, what it was. <laughs> so with the with the time, technology made it easier, and. It's, it's faster then. So we had a big gap, I think five years between, between two albums and then four years. But it was because our life changed. I moved from Hungary to Scotland at the time. Uh, I didn't have any means or any time to, to work on the music because uh, we had to you know, survive. It was a completely new life. And I didn't, I didn't even have an instrument or a computer at the first, first months. I, I just totally stopped working on music. So... We had some gap years because of this. And now my life is probably a bit calmer, so I have more possibility to, to work on the music. So that's why it's faster. Yeah, was there, when you did come back to it and life kind of stabilized a bit, was there, was it the software that finally caught up to what you were trying to do? Was it the computers themselves? Was it the advent of tablets really taking off? Like, were you working on like a Surface or an iPad? Were you working on like, you know, great music software that enabled you to stuff? Because anybody now with any will to want to try, anybody can put something together. It's fascinating what we have in our, our hands now. Yes, but I think it, it is not the main thing. It doesn't really matter because now you have the, you have the means, you can do that. Mm -hmm. But it, it is just, just a tool. You can use it. If you, if you know how to use it, it's fine. That's that's the that's the secret to, to use the, the tools because the tools are given. You can take them, you can buy them. It's not even expensive, so you can make music if you want to. Okay, now it's really in interesting. You have always had a bunch of guest musicians you yeah. work with. Yes, recently, yes. Yes. How do you start to piece together? all these guest mus musicians you're working with. Are these friends of yours? Are these contacts? Yes. Are you yes. out there listening to other music and you're like, oh, I really like this artist? No. Uh, when we started in the first times, because even our, on our first album, we had a, we had a narration, female vocalist, mm -hmm. and who was a, who was a, a friend of mine. I, I knew her. And uh, the, the, the girl who was narrating in the first album, narrating the song, she was Janusz's girlfriend. Okay. So... Okay, we, we asked her, and, and she was kind enough to, to participate. And on the second album, we have a violinist who was also a friend of mine, and the, the flutist who was a, also a friend of mine. And then it was all friends, friends, friends. And 
that was it. And even now, when we have, I have the vocalists for the new album and the previous one, I, I always knew these people personally. And with some of them, I, I've, been, I've been knowing for 20 years or something. So they are, some of them are, are very close, close friends of mine. And it's, it's, it's sort of important, probably, when, when you have a vocalist. But for the, for the other instruments, I, I, I don't really care about this because it's not that important. I just if I if I find so, I, there's a, there's a, there's an idea and I, I think okay it would sound good with a saxophone let's let's try to find a saxophonist and I asked Martina for example if if she knew any saxophonist guy and she had a, a, a friend who was who she was she had been in a band with okay and she just gave me the the email I I, I emailed him and he was he was coming oh. and recording the saxophone so it was like that it's easy. That's really interesting here. With with I'm sure now with a couple of decades under your belt dealing with electronic music, you you really know the ins and outs of it. Is there something that you like about using the real instrument itself as opposed because why aren't you just you because you could hypothetically you could do all this on the computer. Yeah, you could get saxophone tones, you could get all these, you could get no. violin tones. Why? I, I could, I could, but it doesn't sound like that. You know, I need, I need the contrast of, because I use drum machines and that's, that's one thing that I have, I've been always using and probably I should change it, but you know, that I think it's part of the sound now and it is, it's, easier yes. for me, it's easier for me to work with because drums are very complicated to record. And I think that that's, that's the, that's the worst, but, and I, I like to, to make it simple and it's simpler for me if I just program the drums, that's fine. But you have to make a contrast. With the, with the live instruments because they, they, they make the sound more lively. And this new album, I think it's more organic, more natural, basically, and most importantly, because of the live instruments. I, I, I said I, this time I want everything to be as lively as possible. So if there's a chance to, to use real instruments for anything, I, I would try it. And it was important and it had to be more organic and more dynamic. And it's, it's the live music, you cannot really Simulate. I mean, violin. Is if you if you listen to violin by itself, it's you cannot really touch human it, violin. Great point you brought up. There is something human, very ornate about the human emotion, the air that's expelled, or the strength moving the bow on the strings. There's just something human about it that a com- computer and AI can never replicate spot on probably probably there will be a time when they will be able to <laughs> do that but at, at this time i don't think so and everything is depending on the music you make because if you listen to i don't know fear factory they need computerized sound and this is why it's good because it is something that is like a machine they try to to paint a world of machines and machinery and that's that's absolutely how you have to approach it with, with, with programmed things and, and synthesizers and very strict guitar riffs. But if you want something more organic, then you, you go to, to natural sounds and then you will use those sounds. Really interesting you just missed, mentioned synth and stuff. I interviewed Perturbator a couple weeks back. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you listen to the synth world at all? I listen to Perturbator a lot. Do you really? Yes. 
Yeah, I, I interviewed him a, a couple weeks back. Same thing as you, just a guy who grew up just loving music and was had an electronic thing and just wanted to start just making music. Yeah, but he's a metalhead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know what he's doing. And yes, I, I, I listen to electronic music as well. And I have to mention that I very love Kraftwerk. That was my first experience. Yeah, for probably my first musical experience that I remember, that was uh, the 1970 album Dimensch Maschine from Kraftwerk, and I still, I still, I think that's one of the best albums in the world. So wow. I, I, I really love that that album and, and all the Kraftwerk stuff. I have, I, I just fucked it up here. I'm not familiar with that. That's for those listening. That's K R A F T W E R K. Yes, of yeah, course. Uh, a German band. Okay. Yes, they are legendary. They are just genre-making band. So they 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 did what what the pioneers do. Huh. So we, as we start to go through, and I, I I can't speak for the rest of the world. You know, here in the states, we're starting to get over the hump and come back down over the the pandemic. Mm-hmm. When you know the world has been going through this this pandemic and stuff. And you released uh, your album last year. When, when, or what was left over in your your head, or where were you thinking to how we're to, where we find ourselves right now? Were you like, okay, that album was good, but on that guy, I want to do something totally different. And I know it, it tells this great story of of life. You know, we live our life, and you know, we all return to the earth which we 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 came, but. Was this was this maybe something that when death was happening all around on the global scale that was this something that you thought of for an album? No, actually, if you if you just look at the band's name, which is like connected to connected to death and passing away, I think it has always been in the in the bag. And even you know, our first album was called Sublunary Tragedies, so it was already. In there, and I think I have always been dealing with this, and not because of of the recent events. And I I don't think it, yeah, probably it has an, an effect on me, of course, because it, it it had an effect on 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 everyone, on Earth. What happened last year, because our life has changed. But I don't think it was a it was a direct effect on the on the music. I just I was just making the next album. You know, I look at it like I am. I am making one album through my whole life, and these these things are just little sections of time when I finish one one more record. So when I when I stop making one album, usually I just start another one, <laughs> without any without any preconception or anything. It just okay. Let's 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 continue, and I go on. So this is what I do now. Seems like you're. Sounds like you're very, not to speak for you, but sounds like you're just a very cut and dry, very you know to the point type of man. It, it is what it is. You now the album's done. Let's just go on yeah, to the next, yeah. right? Simple as that. I mean, I'm just. I enjoy doing this. I do this, and and that's what I do. So, were you aware though, coming off of last album, were you aware of? You know, a lot of your albums have garnered high review scores and high praise. Were you aware of the? the praise come album of the year talk that your album was receiving and the number of lists that it had made last, last year. 
Yes, of course, because you know I I got I got it from the label, you know the reviews, and they sent send it send me over, and I also looked them up because you know I'm curious how how the reception is. Of course, yeah, it's it's a bit. After a while, you know, it's it makes you a bit nervous. The album is too good, and the reviews are too good, and okay, what's so it's it's gonna be hard to top top it for the next time. Yeah. But I, then I just think about it that it's it's you know it's I'm here for the fun. I it's not so serious. It's not the matter of life and death. I just play music and I I, I just try to write songs and that's it. And whatever happens, it happens. So to so people I, who 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 may listen to your music, and you know this is on the flip side of the praise and album of the year talk that you garner. People will say there's too much happening. It's a car car crash. All right. Um, too many genres and stuff happening. What what do you say to those people? Do you think maybe they're going into it listening the wrong way, or it's no, just not it's just not for no. them? I don't think I have to say anything for them. You know, if if you feel like it's too crowded, that's absolutely fine because it is crowded. So that's fine. I, I don't I don't mind. So it 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 is crowded. Yes. So that's your right. I, but that's what I do. So it's it's what what is coming up out from my mind, and I, I can't help it. So yeah, I, I can absolutely accept this this thing that that it's it's just too much. Yes, it is. And you but, know what? That's a great thing about music. If you don't like it, you can easily go on to the next. Yeah, that, that's not a problem. Absolutely not an issue. There are plenty of, of of songs and albums and music that I don't like myself personally because of this or that. But that's fine. So interesting that you just mentioned that that, it, it, that you admit it and you acknowledge it is crowded and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to make it even more crowded going no. ahead? No, 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 no. It's 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 not happening because I want it to be this or I want it to be that, like that. It just happens to be like that. So it's not a plan to to make it like very very diverse or, or very complicated or very avant-garde. I don't care about this. I just want to write songs that I that are feeling for me and yeah. that say something for me. And that's the only thing that, that motivates me. And I don't want to be like super avant-garde or anything. I, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really enjoying super avant-garde bands anyway. Rick, it's really I, interesting you mentioned that because there's some avant-garde that has, I can't personally listen to. Like a lot of people... I've mentioned this on my previous interviews and podcasts before. Dodheim's guard for me is a mm-hmm. little too much avant-garde for me. It's, it's right. just it's just a little too much for me. That's fine. That's, that's and I think that's absolutely normal because they what they do is like really a lot, and it's not for everyone. And if you if you cannot connect for any reason, that's totally fine. That's not an issue. Yeah, but exactly. also. I, I, I have songs that are very simple and very easy to listen to as well. But this is how I feel. I, I make them like simple, then it's simple. And I think anyway, my, technically my songs are not difficult at all. So the guitar riffs and, and the things that are played are pretty easy and straightforward. Yeah, I, I com- completely agree with you there. That's because I cannot play properly. <laughs> really, because I'm, I'm not a real musician. I cannot really play like yes. the theater. Yes. I will never be able to. And I, I don't even want to. You know, if, if I have to choose between like Burzum or Dream Theater, I would choose Burzum <laughs> any day. What a, what a awesome example. What, what two opposite ends of the spectrum. What a great example you went with there. Excellent. 
<laughs> yeah, so so I, I, I cannot I I cannot play like them. I can play like Burzum because it's easier. <laughs> so I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy I enjoy it more. But see, but the the thing about Burzum that I can't get behind is I can't stand the sound quality. I know it's a time oh, yeah. thing. I know it's yep. a time thing, but but your music needs to be heard on good headphones or good or this is me saying this on good headphones or good speakers because it, it is a journey that it it takes you through it really shines when you listen to it on on nice equipment not saying people listening on little earbuds are not going to be blown away by it but it's an experience thank here thank you that's, that's good to hear because I, I i did it at home by myself so did you really yeah because i i do everything at home i think only the mastering was was done in the USA in a studio, but but the mixing and recording it was here in, in this room where I am when, now. When everything's said and done, you have any idea of how much time went in into it? Well, a lot. We talking it's thousands a, of hours. Well, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot <laughs> of time. But you no, know, I can do that. I can do that only because I I, I don't have a family at, at the moment. So yes. I, I I know that if I would have a, a proper family with like a wife and kids, yes, I I, I would yeah. not be able it to. Is, it, you know, I could I will answer for you. That is correct. I as much as I yeah. love video games, when I became a father, <laughs> my video game playing completely went away. So yeah, I, I have to ask you. Know, you you mentioned computers in your Amiga and, and sorry, your Commodore and stuff like that. Yeah, were, Amiga. Yes. Were do you have a love of other computer stuff? Do you like like photo editing? Do you like movie editing? Are you like me? Do you get into computer gaming? All right. Okay. I, I am a, a I, I do love photography. I I I used to have exhibitions and stuff like that. And I I'm always a graphic designer. I I do all my artwork for the albums. It's my I, I do everything. And I do artwork for other bands as well because this is my second job. But I never played games, for example. I played games when I was 10. I think <laughs> that I stopped it. And I'm not interested. I, I have no games at all on my computer. Like, I only play chess on the computer. Okay. okay. I, <laughs> I play chess online. And how, how are you as a, as a chess player? No, no, no. Average. Below average. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I always, I think there is... Uh, I play chess like four or five games a day, every day, because it, it makes me, you know, think, and it's it's exciting for me. I like I like playing chess. You know, but I'm, I'm, still, I'm no good. I'm being beaten, but <laughs> I still I just I just like it. It's, it's, it's a good game. Yeah, chess. I I say it's the same reason why I don't play like Magic the Gathering. I have in customizable card games. Because I'm not smart enough. I can I can't think four or five layers deep. Hmm. That's that's what I like about your music. It's and you mentioned it. Like with chess, it's too complex for me. Your music, it's complex, but it's really not. It's it's yeah. there is not a lot of things happening with it. So yeah, I I don't I don't, like I've mentioned before we started recording. I don't follow a script, but I like to ask this question when I have artists on. Is okay. there a song on the album that reflects 
you where you're at now that you're most proud of? Oof. That I am most proud of. The, uh, a song that I am most proud of. Mm-hmm. Or re- reflects Thigh mm. Catafalk the best. Like we're really like, this, right. is, okay. this is where we are. This is, uh-huh. this is us now in 2021. Hmm, it's very, very hard for me, you know, because you listen to the album and all the songs are totally different. <laughs> yeah, they so are all. They I, have, I have no idea what comes next. Yes. So the, for for this reason, it's <laughs> it's hard to choose one song. But I I think I really like Molo. That's a number number, number five. 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 Yes, because it's there's plenty of things are happening and it has a a nice path starting somewhere and and it ends somewhere else but i think you can say to almost to all the songs but yeah that's, that's a strong one they're good riffing there i like the riffs there so it's it's a good metal song now, at least half of it to you know interesting yeah that's that's a great song but to work in these other elements of jazz and the oh, folk right. elements and stuff like that are are you sitting at home listening to just a bunch of music trying to pull in other sounds or are these just all made up in your head the interesting thing is when I when I when I write music, I, I cannot listen to other music. Which is are, interesting. That's what Perturbator said too. He doesn't listen to anything. He just writes what's in his head. Yes, and then the thing is that I am always working on new music. So virtually, I, I don't really listen to new music at all these days because when I'm recording, I'm in a writing session. I don't listen to anything because they because I don't need it. It, it just makes me confused. And and uh, and I don't listen to new music because of this. Of course, when I'm I'm working and I'm browsing, there's YouTube on, and I just listen to some new songs here and there. Of course, and I I try to to listen, but it is it is not like it used to be, and probably it's not healthy at all because I should really listen and concentrate and focus on new music to to hear what how the world is. But honestly, I I really don't do that, and I. Many people listen to music when they work, go to work, uh, traveling, and I don't even have headphones or earphones. I because I work from home, I work online. So when I when I do running or workout or anything, it, I don't have earphones because I don't like it. So I, I don't really listen to new music, and it sucks. But <laughs> I used to listen to a lot of jazz. I, I sometimes I I'm just I just go and and I listen to jazz or baroque. I really love, really love baroque music. And there are some, yeah, just like music in general. So you hear, you know, with the Hungarian in here, um, it's interesting with the vocal and the the singings, the singing that you bring on Uh here. Have you ever thought of expanding to maybe a different language? Maybe try that element for another album. But you know that the first two albums were in English. Exactly. And then we changed. I changed to Hungarian because yes. it was I, I was un- uncomfortable with singing in English because I just couldn't express myself properly. Yes. And I don't think I should. Why? Why would I? I skip to another language because the, the, the main thing that I, I I chose Hungarian because that's that's my most natural way of expression. So there's no really point in skipping to another one. However, you have one song on Meta called Ixion Dune, 
that was written on a on a fictitious language. That so is that, so cool. That's not a real language. It, it was fabricated by me, and because it was meant to be like a soundtrack or a folk song for an an unknown civilization, that was what was in my mind for that song. So I, I fabricated some lyrics to it, but it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and there are some some sound samples that are in Russian because I have an old Russian language tape at home, and I, I use it from from album number four. I think almost on every album there is some samples from this cassette. That is so cool. And it's it's coming from my childhood because. I was I was born in 1975, and we had to study Russian at those times when I in primary school. That was mandatory. So this is coming from 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 those times, and I have this this tape, and I just use it because it it, it reminds me of of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Now, as a as a language, as a as a you know singing. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you think hung, Hungarian is as a language to sing? Because like you look at like a great uh, the opera singers, uh, Italian sounds gorgeous in, in yeah. sung. There's some languages that really sound great. I've heard some Russian music doesn't really transfer so well at sometimes, but like you know we all know what Rammstein's doing with German. They they fucking make that sound badass. <laughs> yes, because German is very suitable for that kind of music. Uh, that, that's fine, but I, I don't. I cannot really. I, I cannot judge at all how Hungarian would sound for non-Hungarians. I have no idea, because I'm not able to. I got what you're saying. I I perfectly understand. I, I will no say idea. this: you know, there has been talk that we've had here among uh, the right, and I don't write because I have horrible writing skills. If I was to try and write a review for your music, you probably wouldn't do this interview. You'd think that man's an idiot. But um, but the thing about it, I personally say, listening to this to your music or other music's not in your native language, mm-hmm. it allows the music to, some people would say you focus on it more, but it allows you to kind of sit back, not have to worry about what the lyrics are because you don't right. know them. And it just becomes another instrument yes. in the music that's surrounding you. That's good, because you, you will never be able to understand what the lyrics is about, because, because it's, it's not on your language. That's fine. And you don't understand the cultural references and the layers. You will never, it's the same as I would not be able to enjoy English or German lyrics in, in their entirety, because because... I was not grown, growing up in that culture, so that's fine. And the, the, the best you can do is just, just let it go and, and just enjoy it without you know, thinking about what the hell is, is, she, is she talking about. <laughs> but you, you, you won't know. You know what I was thinking today? You know what I really... I, I, when I was working out listening to your music, I don't know if you've been told this before, but your music would make such an excellent score to just a movie playing. It 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 yeah. just it just has that flow to it. Yeah, I I I would like to to do this one day, but no one asked me to do it. 
if anyone wants some movie soundtrack, I, <laughs> I would be glad to do it. Yeah, okay, I, I have to, a couple, couple more questions. I'll let you go. When you're not writing music, you're not working out. You know, it sounds like you like writing music a lot of the time, and you're not. What What is Thomas doing to stay active? What 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 are you doing when you're 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 not hold up writing music? Do you anything interesting that people would find interesting about you? Do you like I, you like I'm like not- rock climbing or something or like something interesting about you for everybody? That would they be like they, people would be cool to find out. Well, I'm afraid I I it's it's extremely boring. So my life is just <laughs> miserable. Because oh come on! That, no, no, I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I work I work a lot, so I have a, a daytime job, of course. Yes. Online job, and I do this, and then when I finish. It's almost over the day, so it's just five o'clock or something, and then I okay if I have some energy left, I I I, I try to look at music and do something, and then it's the end of the day. Oh. And okay, what I do is I do I do running in the mornings. Every yes. morning I go and, and run like half an hour and up, I don't know five five and a half kilometers. That's my that's my daily doses. I really enjoy it. And sometimes I go swimming in the in the in the uh, in at the weekends at six in the morning. I wake up very early. Wow! And, Look at you. I have wow. to because. <laughs> I don't have time, and I really enjoy. I really enjoy waking up early. I, I I used to it, and but it means that I'm I'm really crappy, like after ten o'clock or something. I'm just, <laughs> you 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 drop off quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the morning time, I did morning is my 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 peak time for me, like early morning. That's I, I really love it. Gotcha. So probably that's that's an interesting fact, but <laughs> other than that, it's not 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 much really. So, is there any last question here? Because I really was. This is really cool. Is there any instrument that you have not had a chance to work with yet that you you really like that you would possibly want to explore in the future? Mm. You know, I'm no good in instruments in the first place. Yes. So that's that's one thing, and I I don't have, but I wish. I wish I could play the violin. Yeah, that's it. Or the cello. Okay, well, how about any com- computer-aided, so like maybe incorporate like monk chants into later music or incorporate something into a later music? All right. I have no idea. That's that's the exciting thing <laughs> that I don't know. And yep. every time it just I just it just happens to to turn up that probably what why 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 wouldn't I try this or that and it's there's no recipe and that's that's why it's still exciting for me it's an adventure that you you never know i don't know if i start a song how the song will end i have no idea many times and it's just after a while the song just writes itself and that's when i i try to figure out what kind of instruments can i add if if it's needed or not needed probably it's not needed at all so it's just it's just an adventure for me and it it is it is a good thing that it still excites me after so many years. Which is which is so interesting because you know, I can definitely see how you don't know where you're gonna end up. Because like I was telling you when I was listening, I'm drawing a blank on which track it is, but one of your tracks almost starts out like a like a pure like death metal sound to yeah. it, or like a hard rock sound. And I'm like, wow, this he must have just had this come to his mind. He's like, Okay, let me go with it and see where I end up here. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's an adventure, and that that's fun. I think I, I I do it for fun. It's it's just good, good, good thing. Do you go back and listen to your music after it's done, or are you like ah that adventure was done? I've I've climbed that mountain now. On to the next. I think yeah, that's what I do. I, I don't really listen to to it very often. Sometimes I do, like after ten years or something. It's interesting. Yes. It can be interesting, and it is. I think I, I'm doing it for for memories, so I can visit them years later. But it's not like I'm I'm continuously listening to my new album like over and over again because that's I'm not I'm I'm fed up with that. I don't want to listen to it for a for a while. You know, I'm, I'm trying to focusing yes. on the new stuff. Well, I can tell you what I am going to be listening to this album for a while, and I know staff that's here for you. That's for me. Exactly. If if I would have spent the time you would have with it, I I might be done with it now. Uh, Thomas, it is a pleasure speaking to you, sir. It is a true honor. Vatic get is going to drop on the twenty fifth. It is. It is. This album is a masterpiece from 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 start to finish sir it 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 truly is um i I will give you the final say if you want to tell people to check out anything or go anywhere if if not we would just end it there sir well uh, the album will be out in a week and well if if you want to listen to it you can you can do that on spotify youtube or anywhere and take care Yep, I appreciate that. Again, it's out on through Seasons of Mist. It's on me. I'll be getting the vinyl because I absolutely love vinyl. All right. That, okay. was, that was my little girl. I, I have a little girl here who wants to, to go. Yeah, she wants to go fly a kite. So, right. Thomas, thank, thank you, you for the, the time today, sir. It was great. Thank you. Bye-bye.